Our scripture lesson this morning for World Communion Sunday is from the letter we call Ephesians. This letter was probably not written to only the church in Ephesus, but would have been a, a letter that would have circulated to many churches. And it was written especially for those churches where there were Greeks and Jews worshiping together. Now, of course, Jesus was Jewish and the early churches were part of the synagogue. But then they became their own community and there were Greek people who hadn't grown up in the Jewish tradition who were welcomed into the family of faith. But sometimes there were difficulties. And so this letter is written to churches where Jews and Gentiles were trying to figure out how to be together in unity and diversity and peace. Christ is our peace. In his flesh he has made both groups, Jews and Gentiles, into one and has broken down the dividing wall that is the hostility between us. Christ has abolished the law with its commandments and ordinances that he might create in himself one new humanity in the place of the two, thus making peace and might reconcile both groups to God in one body through the cross, thus putting to death the hostility through it. So Christ came and proclaimed peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near. For in Christ, both of us have access to one spirit in the Father. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, we come this morning longing for the peace that you promise, wanting to realize the vision of your kingdom, of unity and diversity, of peace. Come and break down the dividing walls of hostility that we may be bearers of your gospel. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. wondering if we could turn this microphone off. Is this microphone giving you feedback? Okay, so let's turn that one off and let's turn this one on. I'm turning, oh, okay. Is this a little bit, a little bit better? Not really. The Holy Spirit is working in this place. The Holy Spirit. Okay, I'm using my body mic. Okay. Oh, God, I'm 
work? Sean, can you hear me? Let's have an amen. amen. All right, here we go. World Communion Sunday. World. The whole world. Everyone all over the planet, all people, all places, every nation, language, race, and religion, the whole world. Communion. Communion at this table in the presence of Christ, but communion as in that coming close to be so intimately known by another that we are said to be in communion. Communion with God and with one another. Sunday, the first day of the week, the day of resurrection of new life, World Communion Sunday. Today we are called to celebrate the oneness of humanity all over the world, the beautiful diversity of people at peace with one another in the loving arms of God. Now, if you are like me, you may ask, how can we celebrate the oneness of humanity when Nazis have been elected in Germany and North Korea is testing nuclear bombs? And when I read that scripture about how God has brought vastly different people together as one in Christ and broken down the walls of prejudice and fear, I begin to wonder what that writer would think of what's happening in our world today. He must be shaking his head in despair. It would take too long in this sermon to name the dividing walls, the literal and figurative walls of hostility that have risen up around us. It is enough to say that racial superiority, religious intolerance, bathroom wars, and the fires of divisiveness that are being fanned by media outlets and social media targeted ads are an affront to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Walls are built while people suffer in Puerto Rico and in Texas and in Florida and in the Virgin Islands. And we are called today to recognize our oneness. Now we all know all of this. Sitting in our living rooms, watching the television, or reading the newspaper, or reading an app on our phone, Today I want to challenge us to go a little deeper, a little closer to home. It's easy to see the big dividing walls in our world, in our nation, but it's more difficult to see the dividing walls in our own hearts. Each of us have our own story 
our own way of looking at the world. We all have our own opinions and perspective and convictions. And in Washington, D.C., we are all smart. And we are all strong. And we are all passionate. And we are all right almost all of the time. But we don't all think alike or even truly vote alike or pray alike or worship in the same way. We don't think exactly like the people with whom we work or in schools or maybe in our homes. Sometimes we think that we should be taking stronger stands for justice at CCPC. Others think that the stands we have taken have gone too far already. Some of us want to hear a prophetic sermon every week. And others of us just want room to rest and sing and be still. The only way that we will know the oneness of humanity that is our reality in Jesus Christ is to commune with each other, especially those with whom we disagree. As Christian people, we have no choice but to seek to understand and to be vulnerable enough to hear another's story and to share our own. God came to be in relationship with us in Jesus Christ. And we are called to forge relationships with one another in peace and reconciliation. In Christ, there is no Greek, no Jew, no slave, nor free, nor male, nor female, but all are one in Jesus Christ. Jesus used his whole life to break down dividing walls. Jews of his time hated the people of Samaria, and the people of Samaria hated the Jews. So Jesus told a story of a Samaritan whose compassion for a Jewish stranger put some of the most respected leaders to shame. Jews didn't have anything to do with Gentiles of this different religion and race and nationality. But Jesus kept healing their sons and daughters over and over again. Jesus reached out to those who were sick and welcomed the stranger and the outcast. It didn't matter to Jesus all are beloved children of God. Jesus treated people as equals. The sick and the poor were just as important as the wealthy and the powerful, and this is what got Jesus killed. This is the blood of the cross that makes us one. Jesus was crucified because he would not follow the rules and uphold the walls and color within the lines of race and religion and power. But God 
would not allow that blood to be spilled in vain. So when Jesus was gone, God said, no. Jesus is not gone, and you will not rebuild the walls of privilege, prejudice, and power. And God raised up a whole community of wall breakers and peacemakers. I believe that we are living through a time when the walls are tumbling down. As much as it seems to the contrary, in the last 50 or 60 years, we have seen some significant walls come tumbling down. Literal walls. The Berlin Wall, apartheid in South Africa. We have seen a rising spirit of a vision of humanity, all humanity, created in the image of God. There is a profound recognition of the connectedness of all things, all people, all the earth, all creation, all matter. At a quantum physics level, we are all one. Barriers to racial and gender equality have weakened and at times they have broken down altogether. We have a multi-religious global spirituality that draws on all faiths. And as we see the walls go up of white supremacy, the walls go up of intolerance to other nations, If the walls weren't shaking and coming down, there wouldn't be anybody coming along to build them back up. My friends, the walls are gonna come tumbling down. I firmly believe it. The kingdom of God can be slowed, but it cannot be stopped. We have already been reconciled to one another and to God in Jesus Christ. Today, I am thinking about Sahar Nasif. Nasif. She's laughing today and shopping for a Mustang convertible. See, she lives in Saudi Arabia. And on Tuesday, they announced for the first time that women would be allowed to drive. They've been working on this for 27 years. In 1990, a whole group of women took to the road and were soundly admonished and some imprisoned. And for 21 years, The protest went underground. But four years ago, Sahar decided to protest again. And she took to the roads. And she was all prepared to be put in jail. 
She packed her face cream and three changes of clothes. She was ready. And when she got stopped by seven police cars, she thought they were treating her like a drug lord. But they did not put her in jail. She was breaking down a barrier. And yes, it is only a small thing, but one of those activists, one of those women's rights leaders says, the rain begins with a single drop. The walls of hostility are coming down. Now, how many conversations did Sahar have to have with husbands and sons and sisters and brothers? How many walls in the hearts of fear and prejudice and anger had to come down? What new relationships had to be forged? What differences overcome so that people could be strong enough to break down those barriers? Today is World Communion Sunday. It's about the whole world. And it's about our whole hearts. May our hearts sing to celebrate that that is and that that is yet to fully be. The oneness of our humanity. The beautiful diversity of people at peace with one another. In the loving arms of God. Amen.